Pokemon trainers, Pokemon researchers, Pokemon masters, and all other Pokemon lovers from across the vast Pokemon regions. Welcome to the Pokemon Power Podcast. Yes, indeed. We are back up in here on the Pokemon Power Podcast. Um, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, this is our third episode, which is honestly kind of a milestone for us. Who would ever thought we'd make it to three episodes? And I'm Sean. Here with your host, Ace Pokemon Trainer. Yes. If you joined us last week, everybody, we were trying to record an episode from the old chateau. But and eventually we ended up we ended up leaving the old chateau a little earlier than we than expected. Yeah, we didn't mean to rush out on you last week, but things were getting a little bit creepy. But me and Ace didn't spend some time exploring the old chateau. Uh and I'm happy to say I was able to catch my first ghost type Pokemon. Oh boy. I didn't catch a Haunter. We got haunted by Haunters for about two and a half hours that night. Actually, it was seven minutes. It felt like forever. But I did catch that ghastly, and I named him Dustball. Huh. Thanks again for letting me use a curry. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, it wasn't, I wasn't even using him. I was just taking a nap. <laughs> so that night when me and Ace were looking for Haunters and Ghastlies, we actually came across that TV everybody was telling us about. Just as the clock hit midnight, a TV on the upstairs of the old chateau turned on, and what came out? A Rotom. A Rotom, which Ace battled mm-hmm. and successfully caught. And and I named him... Did you name him yet? Uh, no, I don't think so. Hmm, I'm going to have to think of a good name for that guy. Yeah. If you have any suggestions, go, go to our Gmail at PokemonPowerPodcast at gmail.com. Pokemon Power Podcast at gmail.com. In last episode, we were rudely interrupted by that ghastly, and I never got a chance to find out what your favorite ghost type Pokemon is. It's Rotom. Rotom is your favorite? Yeah. Well, isn't that a coincidence? Mm-hmm. Folks, Halloween season is not over, and today we are presenting from Heart Home City, or as Ace pronounce it, Hearth Home. Where people's hearts touch each other. This place, is, <laughs> this place is great. Yes. Uh, if there's one thing I would say this place loves, it's fashion. Very much. They love their Pokemon dressed up here. And we have seen some amazing Pokemon costumes. Uh-huh. We saw... Bulbasaur's with jack-o'-lanterns on their back. Pikachu's dressed in fancy tuxedos. And Alakazam's dressed as magicians. All that good stuff. These ghastly balloons, I swear, if I can't buy one, I'm going to steal one before we leave. <laughs> Should we get try to get it's anything it's for our... I think ghastly would even wear a costume? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, it's kind of it's negative when it comes to dressing up. I mean, would it even be able to wear a costume? It's basically just a gas club with a face. Hmm. If any of you Poke Trainers out there have a good idea for a Pokemon costume, either you draw know where it, to put it. Yeah, draw a picture of it and send it over or write it and uh, send it over. Uh, anybody who hasn't been to our home city, this place is gorgeous, and it's known for its gym. And it's the relic uh, badges that you win at this gym. Yes. What, what was the trainer's name, though? That woman in the purple dress we saw walking around earlier. Fantina. Fantina. Perfect for the Halloween season because she uses ghost type. Yes. Uh, we looked at her bio earlier today, and it looks like she has everything over level 20. She's got, uh, what were they? Duskull, 
Haunter, and Miss Magus. I would. I don't know how you pronounce that. I forgot what its name was. I don't even know what that is. A Miss Magius? I'll I'll look it up later. Yeah. Can we look something up in our Pokédex if we haven't scanned it already? Hmm, I don't think so. I, don't think I guess so it depends on on Pokémon that you've um, looked at already. Let me check. For anybody out there who has a nope. lot of information, it's spelled M-I-S-M-A-G-I-U-S. We're going to have to check that out later when we go to the Pokemon Center. Yeah. You have any strategy for this battle? I mean, are we used fighting ghosts and dark type with fire types are usually pretty effective. I don't know. I guess I'm just going to have to go go all in it. I don't know. You're going to have to go all in? Yeah, I don't ha exactly have a strategy like I did with Gar Gardena last time. Well, anybody who hasn't been to Hawthorne City, definitely recommend it. It's definitely it's known as the town of friendship, as a matter of fact. I don't understand why. I guess that's how they get the name Hartholm. We've been here for only two hours, and we made a friend named BB. And guess what BB gave us? An Eevee. And BB gave us an Eevee. Or should I say more specifically, Ace? Um, what are you thinking about uh, doing with this Eevee? Are you think about evolving it or keeping it as an Eevee? Uh, I don't know. Let the listeners. At home, who don't know much about Eevee, uh, what can you tell us about it? Basically, Eevee is known as the evolving Pokemon. Its its whole thing that it can basic is that it can basically evolve in many different ways. If you want, to, Eevee can evolve into Vaporeon with the use of a Water Stone. Eevee can also evolve into a Jolteon with the use of a Thunderstone. So you just well, you just evolve, give it the stone. Eevee can evolve in. Into Flareon if he uses a Firestone. And Umbreon and Espeon have to be have to be evolved with high friendship during day and night. Can we pause for a second for all the listeners out there like myself who don't know what a stone is? So if Stones you... are basically are basically these rocks that basically represent different types of Pokemon. Basically, if you give your Pokemon a, a different stone, it could evolve or something. So like, you don't have to battle an Eevee to evolve it. You can evolve it in different ways. Uh-huh. And also, if you level up Eevee near a Moss Rock, you can turn it into Leafeon. And if you evolve it near an Icy Rock, you, it turns into a Glaceon. But also... If you want to evolve it into a Sylveon, you have to give it high affection and learn a Fairy-type move. And uh, is there one that you're leaning towards? Because that Jolteon sounds awesome. I don't know. Well, we'll have to keep our eye out for some stones. I have a feeling you're going to make a good friendship with it, so maybe an Umbreon. Maybe. Well, listeners, let us know what your favorite Eevee type is at the spot where you know to go. And since it's the Spokemon, the Spokemon season. It's the Spokemon! <laughs> Spokemon. Since it's the spooky season here in Pokeland, we have another spooky tale for you. Should we read it now, Ace? Yes. Yes, we shall. Uh, this is the legend of the Duskull. For anybody who doesn't know what a Duskull is, could you kind of describe it, Ace? Uh, one second. Well, just off the top of your head. Oh, I... It's a ghost type. It's kind of all I really know about it. It's one of the three. I can't... Uh, yeah. Or just what does it look like? 
it's basically just looks like a little ghost with a skull on its face, one pupil, and a couple bone markings on its back. And it's known as the Requiem. Requiem. Requiem Pokemon. You know any of its abilities? Well, uh, its abilities are Levitate and Frisk, which is a hidden ability. Son, you are a wealth of knowledge. All right, folks. Gather in. Turn the lights off. Light your candles. Curl up with your favorite Pokemon plush. Yes. I happen to have my Charmander plush with me here today. I have my artillery. Where'd you get that? Pokemon Center? Yeah. They have... Uh, anybody who hasn't been to the Pokemon Center recently, they have some amazing Halloween merch. Yes. Getting to the story. The boy huddled under the heap of blankets and stuffed animals on his bed. It was no use trying to hide himself. It would get him. His mother had said it would. He had been very naughty. She said it. It would get him. That's what happened to bad little children, his mother had warned him. The boy felt a sinister presence in his room, and as if by impulse, he slowly poked out his head. There, awaiting him, glaring at him from the shadows. He had been a naughty, naughty boy too many times. Mother had told him this. She knew these things. So did the thing. Before, her warnings had seemed so silly. She was just threatening him because she was so angry. But it was true. It was real. And he was going to be punished. Why couldn't he have listened to his mother? She had told him about how she could be so angry. And if he didn't behave, this would happen. And he was very angry now at the boy. He should have listened. He could have snuggled up to his stuffed dragons and be happily asleep right now. He should have listened, but he didn't. It drifted towards the boy, leering at him with large red eyes that glowed from behind the skull that marked its face. It had watched him when he had stolen money from his mother's purse and fed his vegetables to the dog. It might have seen him the time he slapped his little brother, and he wasn't even sorry about it. That was a long time ago, though. Had it been watching this long, he had to be quiet and still. Mother would not be pleased if he woke her up. Now it was on the bed, and the boy could see it. It was smaller than he expected, its body almost wispy. It had the image of a bone-like shape on its back, and those hollow eyes were watching him. It knew everything. The boy hoped sunrise would come soon. It didn't like the sun. The thing moved closer to his head. His heart felt like it was going to burst from his chest. A sickly sweat sent rolling out of the creature in waves. He started to feel woozy, the smell of nauseation. It was now almost nose to skull with him. He wanted to scream. Mother would be so upset, though. She had to go to work in the morning. Its luminescent eyes were staring at him with an indescribable expression. He almost threw up. The scent was so strong. He tried to move, to do something, but a state of paralysis swept through him. This was going to be the end. He should have been a good boy. His mother had tried to warn him. She knew these things. So did the thing. The dust skull gazed at him with a cold look in his eyes, the look of apathy. Its haunting, skull-clad face, the last thing the boy ever saw. Jeez, 
I guess you could say that was bone chilling. <laughs> oh. That's actually not too far off. Its Pokedex entry in the Galar region states that if it finds bad children who won't listen to their parents, it will spirit them away, or so it said. And you told me that it was the Requiem Pokemon. Uh-huh. And Requiem Moss it means meaning of uh, it means mass of the dead. So he could kind of be like a Grim Reaper Pokemon. Maybe. Why isn't there a Grim Reaper Pokemon? Maybe literally. Maybe there is. All this time. If anybody knows who wrote that story, please, we took that one um, off the internet, so I don't want to steal anybody's story. If you have any info, shoot it over in an email. And please, if you have a spooky story, please shoot it over to us in an email. At the Pokemon Power Podcast at gmail.com. We're really looking forward to wherever we head next week. If anybody has any advice for Ace in his battle, we really want to get that relic badge. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to sign off with, Ace? Uh, we got anything coming up? Any shout outs? Uh, not really, actually. We, not really. Not that I can really think of. Well, I'm Sean, your Pokemon researcher. I'm Ace, your Pokemon trainer. Goodbye, everybody, and don't forget. Remember what I said. Well, if you try hard enough, things will work out. Over and out. You gotta catch them all.